0: Welcome back to the TNT B&B Podcast.
1: On these episodes, we'll be bringing in a guest host to discuss certain categories of movies.
0: Categories such as movies around the world, franchisees, and genre.
1: Certain directors, actors, actresses, and so much more.
0: So sit back, mix a drink, and enjoy.
1: Listener beware, we will be spoiling the shit out of this. Here we go again. We are back on the new franchise we just started and the second installment is aliens which came out in 1986 it's an imdb of 8.3 metascore of 84 rotten tomatoes of 97% tomato meter 94% audience it had a budget of 18 and a half million dollars domestically $85,160,248 worldwide, $131,060,248, It was directed by James Cameron, written by James Cameron, David Geiler, Walter Hill, and uh, yeah, it's about it, based on characters by Dan O'Bannon and Ronald Shussett. I'm imagining wrote the first one.
0: All right. So we got something new we're drinking.
1: What? Um, <laughs> two in a row, I believe.
0: Yeah, we got Benchmark. Uh, it's Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. It's basically a knockoff of Jack. Okay. Uh, but instead of it being 86 proof like Jack, it's only 80 proof. Um but no, it has the same flavors. If you mix it with a Diet Pepsi, it just tastes like Jack and Coke. And it's Jack o- and Pepsi. And it's yeah. Jack and Pepsi, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's 11 bucks a fifth. So, I mean, it's pretty cheap bourbon, but it's pretty good. Oh.
2: That sounds good. Yeah, I'm, I'm on the red wine thing tonight. Um, <clears throat> Jim picked me up a a bottle of wine. Honey, can you hand I me mean, the bottle that's from behind over there next to the champagne? Um, just want to make sure it's got a little bit of an oaky flavor to it.
0: So it's in an oak barrel.
2: Is an oak barrel. Yeah.
0: And, you said and it's red. oak barrel.
2: It's a red. I'm just trying to have him grab me the bottle right now. It's right there. Got it. There we go.
0: Is it a, or a cab? or it's a
2: Here we go. It is barrel heist. Uh, it is a cabernet sauvignon so it's bourbon barrel aged um yeah actually it's american oak so is really it a white good. and
0: black label
2: kind of i don't know it's got a little bit of i don't know it Kind of looks like an old tiny photo label thing going yes, on
0: yes yes we carried that at world market i think for a short time
2: Oh, well, it's actually pretty good. It's got, I mean, you're thinking bourbon, in a bur- bourbon barrel aged, you know, for, of a red Cabernet, and it's not, it's kind of like, am I going to like it? I'm not going
0: to like it, you know? I kind of do not like those. Like when we started getting those bourbon barrel aged um, wines and stuff, like those have been, used to yeah. be one of my favorites. I haven't drank wine in a while. Is, but, yeah. But the I was getting into those. So that's, we kind of got the similar thing going on
2: right now. Oh yeah, he picked it up. And it was at Trader Joe's out in Detroit. So I don't know. Maybe they have it the Trader Joe's over here. Oh, possibly. who knows? Possibly. So yeah, not a bad. Just a little bit of different. It's got you can definitely taste it. Um, it's almost like doing you know when they do the beer some of those bur- and they do the beer and burble, bourbon bourbon yeah. uh, barrels too. So it's got that little bit of that undertone, but other than that, really good. I think it complements the Cabernet. So yeah, it's not a blend though. So i would recommend it um it's not too heavy it's just about right i don't know just the weather just sounded right for like tonight or nice red wine
0: and that that's where i was at with the bourbon it's a nice warmer upper when we're starting to get to the cold weather and yeah it's just a warm like red wine with a bourbon barrel aged and bourbon why not let's do why it not?
2: Well, so we've got a little theme going on. I mean, and we did have—I did have sushi earlier, but I'm like, if I start sake now, we're in trouble. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, sake
2: always gets to me. Sake gets to everyone, especially when it's hot and you start doing it. I was like, yeah, we don't need <laughs> to start doing sake tonight. No, nope. yep, no, some sake no, no sake bombs. Yeah. Nope. Yep, <laughs> sake bombs. You know it. Yeah,
0: those are good times.
2: Okay. Stop my little
0: notes here i got i got my notes all set and i'm ready yeah, Ooh, yeah. so we did the numbers already
1: well yep i did want to because i pulled up the rotten tomatoes number for the first one just to compare mm-hmm. this one was ninety-seven, ninety-four. the first one was ninety-eight, ninety-four. wow okay interesting so very similar yeah, yeah.
0: um Again, James Cameron, he can definitely cut down on his movies. Yes, we did watch the special
2: edition.
0: edition, So there's additional 12 minutes added or whatever. But it's like the beginning. Like, I don't know.
1: There's a lot of setup. A lot of
0: setup they could have just, I would have been fine with. Like, just cutting that. Not all of it, but a lot of it.
2: Well, honestly, you know, the opening scene... Where they're like cutting into the ship, you know, and mm-hmm. you see her, you know, you see her face, you know what I'm saying? And it, and it then it goes to um, the the profile of the planet or moon. I don't know. I didn't really, I, for some reason I always thought it was the moon, but it was, when her face, you know, they cut the mission, I guess we have to trash or salvage mission now. Yeah. And they kind of like show her face and then it kind of like fades into like the outline of the planet. That I think is kind of cool because they do and the 10, I'm going getting ahead of myself here. They end the movie with the profile and the planet also. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. That's, uh, that's a good point. Um, yeah. I don't know. There's just, there's a few parts that I just like, okay, James Cameron, your movies are long and you need to do a little more cutting. Like this is on, un- this is unnecessary
1: you had seen this before me yeah
0: yeah okay
1: i wasn't because sure because when we
0: went to go see it in 4d
1: we did we run through the we ran through this, the entire series yeah okay that makes sense
0: yeah because we bought, bought the tickets like a month or two ahead or something like yeah. that and then well, yeah so yeah. Well, i mean i saw this we, in the movie theaters too yeah yeah i'm sure you did like was yeah. it opening weekend or did you wait
2: I think it was not opening weekend for some apparent reason. I, I don't remember seeing this opening weekend. I remember seeing it like maybe one or two weeks after it had come out. So this was one of those that I conveniently forgot to return the VHS tape when I rented it at my <laughs> life and never run it from that place again yeah. because, you no, know, that's when VHS tapes cost an arm and a leg and you really couldn't buy them in the store, you know.
0: Yeah, Yeah, they're like $100 <laughs> for a VHS or something. Nine, yeah,
2: $99 for a VH, you know, and that's a lot of money back then, you know. Back in the you know, see and I remember
0: the day when um the DVD player, the Blu-ray oh, the first Blu-ray player was thirteen hundred dollars. Yeah. And my parents bought one. It was ridiculous. Well,
1: thank God they didn't buy an each or whatever laserdisc. Yeah, yeah. that was back
0: yeah, in day.
2: That was what <laughs> the green those were the big ones that looked like the rate the records, yeah, right? yeah yeah. Yeah, which are worth a lot of money now because they didn't, <laughs> it's a defunct company. Yep. Yeah.
0: They always had them at the um, flea market over on Studio 28 area. And I remember seeing those. I did not know what those were. And I was looking at Tom and I was like, what the hell is that? And he's like, that's a movie, dude. And I was like, oh, I thought it was a record. <laughs> yeah. And that was the first time I learned about those. It was probably about eight years ago.
2: But Well, you know which is kind of good though you know because you watch you know there's the original version and of course there's a special edition version now so you got you we're you're yes they add on like an extra 13 minutes more that how it's supposed to help explain stuff a little more action and stuff and you're absolutely right there's some little things they could have cut out you know little bits here and there you know what i'm saying yeah um when they fade and they see in a special edition they fade and they see and they go directly to you see like gateway the gateway station they didn't have that in the first one and I'm thinking to myself did I need to see the gateway
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. you know and that's like uh,
2: just having her say I don't recognize this place you know well you're in gateway you're in a station you know we didn't did we really need to see it or are we okay not seeing it or can we just imagine it ourselves it's like me it's like going back to them remastering you know, New Hope, where they had to insert Jabba the Hutt meeting Han Solo in the, you know, before they take off, you know, did I need it or not need it? You know, was it not, was it necessary? So there's like those questions like James Cameron, yes, you do have a long movie. If you wanted to give these extra minutes edition, why, if these are what you thought were so special to have in the special edition, why weren't they in the first one? And you cut out other stuff.
1: Well, a lot of shit like this too is—it's just a money grab. Like they've got this footage, so they Let's do, do a it. re-release and just throw in twelve extra minutes, and people buy the shit out of it because it's.
2: Oh, absolutely.
1: So.
0: And my thing is a lot of that. What I also want to state with this movie, though, is yeah, they could have cut stuff out, but it didn't drag like a lot of movies. Like there's parts like I—I didn't know know this, like you were just saying, like the gateway and stuff, but. It didn't, like, drag. It kept your attention. It kept you, like, motivated to watch the movie. Like, there's some movies you're watching, it's like, this is just dragging. But, where they need to cut. But, I I don't know. I think you guys get it. Like, oh, well, the... it, it, was, it was all right that they didn't cut those, but they could have cut certain ones.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Now, here's my question for both of you. Now, did you feel like... I don't know. You know how they used to do movies back in the day where, like, movies were, like, in three acts, you know? Yeah. Okay. Now, did you feel like that's how he addressed this movie?
0: Like a what again? Three acts.
2: Three acts. Like, this this is before you, this is all the stuff that happened before you got to the planet. This is when they were on the planet and discovering the aliens, and this is the confrontation of, like, you know, her confronting not only the alien, but the fear of the aliens. You know, it's like three distinct acts where you could almost sense a different tenor in it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I I think it's deliberately different in the sense that you could almost argue there's almost five acts in this movie, I would say. You could, yeah. But, and I think a lot of that has to do with the character development with, whether it be Hicks or fuck, I'm drawing a blank on the rest of the soldiers' names.
2: Hicks, Hudson, uh, Ramirez. There's so many.
1: Yeah, but
2: Vasquez.
1: Vasquez was a big one. Yeah,
2: yeah. Which yeah. I have a thing on that too. I want to say something on that one too.
1: Okay, I had a hard. Yeah. I have a hard time seeing Paul Reiser as a dickhead.
2: Yeah, that was one really? thing. Like- yeah,
1: I mean he was great. But I just, I mean, I know him from
0: What's that TV whatever show his with, show was. With Helen Hunt? Mad about
1: you, yeah. And Mad he was kind you. of the lovable guy.
0: Hunt. Yeah. Oh, what was the girl on that show? He, uh, Helen Hunt. It was Helen Hunt. Okay, I'm not crazy.
1: Yeah, but that's really, I mean, outside of some of the more recent shit he's done, like Stranger Things. Yeah. That's what <laughs> I knew him from when I first saw this movie. I'm like, God, God he's he's an asshole.
2: Oh well, absolutely, you know, you're quite correct, you know. When you think about the typecasting in this. Now now was Matt about you out at this time? No, I don't think it no, was out. It was
1: that. out in the nineties for sure.
2: Um, was he was my two dads out yet?
1: I don't know. I guess he was the he was a partner in Beverly Hill's cop too.
0: Yeah, yeah he, he was.
2: Yeah, he a couple parts in Beverly Hills. He was like the um not a wise cracking but he's like kind of like a sidekick on the, in the Detroit area that they yeah, referenced yeah. every so often was, I don't know if he was comedic relief or or you know Eddie Murphy was just playing off of him one of the two Right. Yeah. Yeah, so I just I'm just going through everything um, in my and head. And then
0: um one thing I want to talk about. So mm-hmm. she was found 57 years mm-hmm. later. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Um, and then they basically get pissed at her and take away all of her rights with flying and, um, removed her immediately and this and that. And so in my head, I'm like, first of all, you guys fucked up and now you're taking all the rights from her and like, and then they're trying to be like politely say, well, we're not going to charge you yet. It's like, what the fuck? Like, are you serious? Like, what does she do? Like, you guys... Well, she blew up their $42 million... She did, but they also didn't find her for 57 years later. Um, Also, with that being said, like, if they lose signal or conversation with that planet, why aren't they taking it serious of what she's actually saying? Like, there's a reasoning, like... You okay, let's go check it out. And then like they start seeing weird shit in there. Okay. No there's no bodies there. Let's just drop a bomb and call us a day.
1: Well, they also owned all of the equipment on the planet. They didn't want to just
0: blow Exactly. Up. But if this girl's I mean act- I'm just that's their actually, reasoning. If this girl's actually telling you these stories and like why wouldn't you start believing it? Why would you start denying it?
2: Because I believe I'm trying to think. At that point in time, you um, uh, let me go. I gotta pull the the trip when they're in the tribunal, This, which basically, she's in. You're talking about the tribunal sequence. It's a bit longer in the extended version than it is in the original version. Because you'll be able to see that it's the Wayland Utena's company. This is the
1: first time you see the Whalen name. Yeah. The
2: Wayland name. So that's it, you see that the interesting impality is with final. so when they finally, you know, say, This is what we're doing to you, we really don't see that in the first edition. They just say, Case is closed, Ripley, and we we know that something happened to her, like she basically did it, but like in the extended version, you see they you basically hear everything that they do to her. Um she blows her top. You get all the penalties, but it, it isn't. It also shows the fact that the comp- the lower company ranking people in the office or the tribunal, as I want to call it, um, are not fully aware of the top secret decisions that are being made. Because you almost have a feeling that they know that this really did happen. Because if you're going all the way back. This is the same thing we're referring back to Wayland to Prometheus. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They already knew this happened because this was Wayland Enterprises going to Prometheus, but you know, this is the, the cart before the horse, because tackling this was made before Prometheus was. Right. But then we you immediately cut to um the planet where you don't in the original version, and you see the harshness of the 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 planet itself. So you already know that there is ties that they're going, they go out immediately looking for this, these things that they're sent. So you can, you can, you get better connection that there's something evil and sinister going on with the extended version. than you do in the first one
1: because
2: yeah, because in the the first version, you know, case closed or whatever, and then that's it. Then you cut to, um, him knocking basically at the door in the first version where we've lost contact with the colony. But that one part, you kind of like get an idea that Burke was part of it from the beginning, which was, you know, Paul Reiser's character that, you know, that could have went better, you know, and that's what that's where the suspicions go in. And then, you know, she takes, you know, they see he explained that they lost a contact or whatever. And the possibility of her story might be true because now they're realizing, yes, it was true. And they probably just didn't think it was all true, but some of it was true, you know. Right. So I guess that's where I'm saying that 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 part. Having that thing where they go from the tribunal with the tribunal was a little more in depth, which you're trying to say, where you learn about everything they take against, they hit her with. Yeah. It was almost like they were shoving her down to make sure she couldn't, I don't know, raise even more of a stink, bring more public awareness of something. Well, that's why they, they locked would, her. They were disc- they were discrediting her, basically. Well, to, you know, They yeah.
0: locked her in that room with the girl um well
1: that was much later
0: that was much, much later but i'm just saying that like yeah. that i'm trying to having her not exposed Still, i stuff. mean just
1: like the first movie they're trying to get a specimen back for the weapons through quarantine division. through yeah. quarantine
2: without anyone knowing yeah so and that right to so this part of this movie between original version and extended version i felt like having that cut right to the planet, and them going. Well, we were the company told us go check out. Well, I'm just doing what they said. They said check out a check out a, a location on the map. Check out a location on the map, and then they're like, "Hey, there's, we have a couple prospectors out there that want to know what." And they're like, "Let them know. They know. They'll know what I know. But whatever they find, they have claims. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. you, it's kind of like you get this company interference and manipulation. So therefore, I felt like that scene was definitely should have been in the first movie.
1: Yeah, I, I, I think so. As yeah, well. yeah, yeah, yeah. So
2: that one, I definitely
1: want to say that. What's going on? But um, why? I don't understand why they sent. Uh, God damn it! The the essentially the commander, the guy in charge, who has never been on a mission before. Because uh, he was a, he was easy to manipulate. Is that he was is that he, what, was that what it was? Yeah
2: easy manipulate. He did everything by the book, you know, Yeah, he wasn't going to be rogue. He wasn't going to think on his own. He was going to do what the company said. He was going to do what the book said. He was going to do everything by the book or there wasn't, he wasn't going to question authority.
1: Yeah. That makes sense. I that, guess.
2: That's the way I thought, you know, that's the way I thought why they saw, they sent someone that was easily manipulated, wasn't going to question authority and do it by the book and be, do what was told.
1: I mean, he came off as a dickhead from the jump, but then when they actually do the drop, and Ripley's like, how many drops have you done? It's like 36 yeah. simulated? Yeah. Like, he's never this been my, out in the field. This, actual, this is my
0: second one, including this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How
2: many actual? Like what the... Two, including <laughs> this
1: one, yeah.
0: Yeah, I would um, be like, all right, this is going to be my death.
2: Yeah, it is. It's going to be... You know, it's going to be the death. And now let me see what I can go. You know, and then, you know, let's, okay, we've already, we've already basically said, you know, write this from the, James James Cameron is doing Ridley Scott's <laughs> Alien. <laughs> Which, okay, do you know if,
1: if, whether or not they actually asked Ridley Scott to come back for the sequel, or?
2: I, I, and I've read many things on this also, and I don't feel like, let me go to my Wikipedia. I always have all my little things pulled up just in case I need, you know, I did not see anything about the development, you know, Brandywine Productions. He, I think they almost acquired the rights based on the studio. Okay. Um, You know, and he was, that's why, and basically that's why he was chosen. I just, I don't really see where it says they asked Ridley Scott, you know, that's what I'm saying. I just don't know if they they, they offered it to him because later on... Of course, with Prometheus and all this other stuff, he has offered it again. Yeah, I don't know if they were just trying to. I don't know if Hollywood was trying to cash in on his, um, J- James Can- James Cameron's, ability coming off of Terminator. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, you know that's what I'm saying. but, I,
1: but I mean, it took a while for them to. I mean, seventy nine to eighty six. That's mm-hmm. that's a significant
2: yeah.
1: time for a sequel.
2: And at the same time, do they really, I mean, in all honesty, did we really think there was going to be a sequel? You know, that's what I'm saying. Why did yeah, they wait that, that long? Sure. Yeah. It could that have been a rights
1: question. issue. It could have been like, nobody had a script. I mean, Cameron, he probably rewrote the script that was submitted, I would imagine, Yeah. once he got attached as director.
2: Yeah. Um, looks like Brandywine wanted to do it, but... Um, Levy thought the sequel would be a disaster and disputed the account, which would make Alien 2 with the production costs. And the studio thought Alien success was a fluke. So okay. it went back and forth on that. They just thought it was. So Brandywine's the one that wanted to do it. And they did the um Brandywine lawsuit was settled in 83. Fox would finance it for the development. And Fox won the development financing, looks like. But I so, with all that happening, it almost feels like Ridley Scott didn't want to be attached to it because I'm quickly just looked it up real fast here on whatever but it says doesn't it mention anything about Ridley Scott even being in the development
1: hmm.
2: it was all about production companies and who was going to do it and who wanted to who wanted to finance it basically
1: right Interesting. Yeah. That's weird.
2: <clears throat> yeah well then once again here it is where I was going with that is the fact that um you know you had Ridley Scott and the main thing about alien it was that slow mounting burning tension yeah it was slow it was the more that was not seen now going into this one um we also have that Hence, I feel like there's like that slow mounting building tension but at the same time we get glimpses of the alien faster than we did in the first movie and we get glimpses of it in different ways where we didn't see you know the close-ups of it or we didn't see it crawling on the ceiling yeah or we didn't see that you order know, to see them together you know well, and then I, we think, I think yeah. that's
1: more of a progression of the the advancement of the special effects like oh they and were just the able species. to do more. yeah
0: well and that's the thing is about this too is they brought it on early on in Nightmares.
1: Yeah. The chest bursting. The and chest all that, bursting.
0: Yeah. Like, that was in yep. the first 15, 20 minutes of the movie. Yeah. Um. Yep. So, I mean, it wasn't actually happening then, but it, like you said, it happened in different ways on this one, like nightmares yeah. to, yeah.
1: And this was also, I'm, yeah, I'm almost positive. This is the first mention of the term xenomorph.
2: Yes, it is a xenomorph,
1: which is, I guess, the what they call the species. I don't really quite understand what they mean by that. But
2: I mean, who decides what to name what? You know, a, you know, a, a possible xenomorph might be involved. You know, and that's, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, you know, it's you know her. It's all her report is available on disk if you want to go ahead and look looking at. It. And then at the same time, you know, I'm going right into that little speech. You know, they're on the loading dock you know, once again, these people have woken up from sleep, you know, yeah. you know, you get the feeling of the grogginess, them waking up and getting going again. But at the same time, you get slapped in the face that it's reality life. This is a job for them. This isn't just some <clears throat> random, let's go off and gallivant and be heroes. This is their job. Yeah. I'm, too, I'm too old for this shit. I was just <laughs> out of here. The, you know, the, that's what I'm trying to say is you get a realization that they don't want to do this any more than anyone else wants to do it. They just would rather not do anything, you know, but this is their job and they have to go investigate what they think might be crazy, even though we know the higher-ups know it really isn't crazy. Right. Yeah. And then that first time you see, you know, him doing the knife trick, you know. Yeah. You know,
1: you know. I, did, I did like the dichotomy between uh, the androids from the first one to this one with Bishop yeah, actually a- being good and
2: – yeah. The other one not being good. Yeah. You just never said something about an android being on board, and they, you know, mm-hmm. they just, you know, it almost is like, you know, you know, Burke knows it's their touchy point. You know, it was like, he always was relishing in the fact that, oh, I, we provide it's just standard operating procedure. Right. That we always have a... Andro- I, I read your entire story
1: yeah. and realized that an android screwed you, but I'm not going to tell you about this because... I'm an asshole because I like
2: yeah because I'm an asshole yeah that's the whole point you know yeah and that you know you see that also you know um let's talk you know when they finally do do the descent because you were talking about the descent you know what I'm saying yeah you know and you see the rookiness you know and then you see you know being a rookiness now and when they're in that airplane not the airplane the spaceship whatever sorry Right. um and they're dropping you know You know, Hudson is getting more cockier and cockier and cockier in the extended edition. The other one is the first one's like, let's get locked and loaded, whatever. And then somebody wake up Hicks. You know, you got the you got the gnarly marine you have you're you're establishing that dropping of them is also establishing each of their characters' personas.
1: Yeah, this is
2: the this is the rookie lieutenant even establishing it more. This is the rebel. This is the- This a, is the fiery jump.
1: Latino. This is, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. So I like that part. It did extend a little bit more with their um, enhancement of their character development. But I also wanted to like take a moment. Now, <clears throat> I know we've all watched many movies with James Cameron, is that correct? Yes. Okay, of course. They, and yeah. we all many James movies Cameron. with James Cameron. And did we also, we've watched many movies with Catherine Bigelow, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, and they used to date, right?
1: They were married, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, well, date, married. <laughs> yeah. But think about it. They The same characters that she used in her movies and he used in his movies are almost used in this movie. I'm, I'm referencing Near Dark again. I know you hate that, but I was, you know, yeah, because Vasquez is in near dark, Bishop is in near dark, and then you know, oh, shit, Cameron right. Pose, Michael Bane from, so you see all the different. They're they're intermingling, um, their characters. They're using the same actors over and over again, which I thought was kind of cool, you know. Yeah, but for sure. But you can't really tell. You can't really tell. That they're the same people in each movie because they're a little bit different, you know? And I think they're all have a little, they are quite a good, I don't wanna say character actors, but I love the way they utilize the same people that they're comfortable with. I guess that's what I'm saying. Yeah,
1: I mean, I, I like, I typically like when directors and actors form a relationship where they're comfortable working with one another. Like, I mean, how many movies has Bill Paxton been in of Cameron's, four?
2: Oh, my God. Well, no, he's he was in Near Dark also, too. He's been yeah. in so many. I can't even tell I love Bill Paxton. Well, I want to say, hold on, I'm going to go back. He was
1: in, he was in Titanic, I believe. Yep, mm-hmm. he was Near in, Dark, this one. He was in True Lies.
2: True Lies, yep. Yeah, and hold on one second. Was he in... So, did James Cameron do Weird Science, or am I just being stupid with that?
1: I don't believe so, no. Okay. I don't know who did Weird Science
2: off the to top had of my head. I just had a weird moment on that one. And just for some reason, because I remember Bill Paxton being in that one, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. But I just love how, you know, that just makes you comfortable, because not only you're watching a movie that, a, a director that you know, but you're watching character actors that are able to expand the character really well. I guess that's part of it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, me, here, start it off. I love my little notes. Yeah, we all love those little notes does. Okay. So who wants to go next? Cause I I've been talking a lot. I mean,
1: there there's the obvious, uh, almost overly heavy handedness of the mother, uh, Theme in this movie?
2: The, oh yeah, the mother oh, like
0: where lost her, like lost, lost her, her child,
1: child, found Newt, found Newt, and killing then, all the mother aliens' kids. I mean, as and this, then
0: towards the end, she's like calls her mom like. Mommy, Newt does, yeah. mommy, yep. yeah, that is something I noticed. Like that's pretty I mean, quick. That's
1: pretty prevalent for sure. It was
0: pretty quick. Cardi calling her mom, but I mean, they've been through so much together, and jeez.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, and um up until like the very end, you know, um they're going down on the platform and he's like D- don't I won't let him leave, you know, when they're dropping him and that's when and he goes through he he goes Dwayne and she goes Ellen. She never knew Hicks's first name until you know what I'm saying, that so moment, it's kind of yeah. like yeah, so little things like that kind of cool.
1: Yeah, for sure. And the yeah, so. the Girl Who Played Newt was great. Um, oh,
2: yeah. Uh, Catherine Hen.
1: Has she done? I don't know. Has she done much after this? I'm sure this was her first film.
2: Yeah, I I feel like it is her first one, I think. Let me go back to cast. I love it when we do cast. But no, but I don't. Catherine Newt, Young Girl. She actually was uh, nominated for um a Young Actors Award for this movie.
1: Yeah
2: yeah um what for some reason
1: i
0: want to pause it real quick Uh uh-huh um it was a Terminator. or to say that james cameron sometimes his career for it says four films the terminator aliens true lies and titanic yeah yeah
1: god he was in terminator yeah
2: but what did, what awards did this win? I mean, not that I want to get off the beat math here a little bit, but.
1: It won two. I want to say visual effects and uh, sound editing. Okay. But it was nominated was it? for like seven.
2: Was it nominated for best picture? I can't remember. Or was okay. she nominated for best actress?
1: I got it here. It won for best sound editing, best visual effects. It was nominated, Sigourney Weaver was nominated for actress. Okay. It was nominated for art direction. It was nominated for sound. It was nominated for film editing and nominated for original score. So, no best picture, no best director.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you're, but. It was like you said you there's so many different themes in this. You know, you had the motherhood theme, you had which was huge because not only was it motherhood with her it was the alien motherhood and the the breeds, the alien breeding just we at this point in time we never knew what was laying the eggs.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and that was crazy to see that thing. Like then you see it detach from its you know Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah.
2: Well, and then I don't know if you ever like, um, we were talking about how they weren't believing her or they just kind of like pish posture a little bit, Mm. but it's also, it's a suppression of female rights, you know, or her masculinity as being a powerful independent woman where they had to keep her in her place. You know, it was believed to have not met the, you know, or confute. So the time was shot that we think about, this was in the eighties. Then it, it was, women were just learning how to be, now we had the sexual revolution, we had the seventies and now the eighties where the women were becoming power players, where we were really in the business world being more people and running businesses over some of this So kind of like they were trying to show that women can be powerful also. And then not don't have to be suppressed. I don't know if you yeah, realize that.
1: There's, there's, I mean, that's kind of a through line in a lot of Cameron movies like, you look at this, you look at Terminator 2, you mm-hmm. look at even like Avatar. I mean, he writes badass females. Even like uh, True Lies with Jamie Lee Curtis. Like
2: Oh, absolutely.
1: Like this is, I mean, Ellen Ripley was kind of, this is when she became like the badass. She was kind of just surviving in the first one. But she kind of took yeah. the fight to it in this one.
2: Yeah, that's what, instead of running away, she's like, I'm not running anymore. Yeah. I'm just, I'm going to go for it. Exactly. Mm Mm-hmm, absolutely.
1: And, I mean, Cameron has done that really throughout his career.
2: With women. With women in general, absolutely. Um, Which is weird because he's
1: been married like five times, so he doesn't really do well with women, apparently, in the real life.
2: Well, you know, I think he, I think as, maybe I'm just over you know he has always chosen women that are independent but yeah, that's, probably that's in reality probably in reality that's not what he needs or wants he just can't admit it to himself who knows I'm that's just speaking more right, than I should, right, right. probably I mean I have nothing to base that on but you know if you think about it it might be true who knows um let's you initially talked about um the special effects yeah. That they, we were able, because when I said, "Oh, we were able to see them climbing on the ceiling," now we were able to see them jumping. We were able to see this and that, and all oh, the fact that we we waited seven years.
1: Yeah. Okay.
2: Maybe we also waited seven years, whether or not there was that lawsuit with Brandy and the levy didn't think whatever, and the Fox getting you know the rights or whatever. Maybe they also waited so they could actually see the vision of um. Oh my God, H. D. Geiger, Geiger, Giger. yeah, yeah, Geiger again because he actually, um, you know, he's the one that had, was in the alien development in the first place. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, and most of the aliens that were in, um, costume's a little FYI here, just a little um trivia were dancers.
1: That makes sense, you're able to control, yeah. They were well
2: yeah, yeah, they were able to, yeah. And they, uh, so they chose more, uh, a lot of dancers, black, um, with like black leotards and molded the stuff over them. So that's kind of cool. I mean, you think about it because they were jumping and leaping and suspending themselves. And I, I mean, I guess they to think that you know they looked outside of the box and did dancers for that. It's kind of even other than just trying to like do a puppet or something, they did you know. They did the answers.
1: Right. Yeah. And the going, I mean, I'm going to touch back on the first one here a little bit. The extended scene in the original Alien where they showed like the cocooning of. Oh, yeah. That adds a little bit more going into this one because, you. That, I mean, if you had you not seen the special edition of the original the Alien, one. that'd be the first time you'd see that being done. to the cocoon because i mean you just assume that the aliens killed them and that was the end of it but they're actually like harvesting them so to speak
2: harvesting them cocooning them whatever but at the same time it also brings up and then i don't mean going back to the, the first alien you know they have the one little you know you know you know they go on the first alien He has the thing in his chest. It explodes out, yada, 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 and grows and runs around. Clearly, that wasn't a queen. So where was the other egg that was going to be, you know, getting Dallas? I mean, there was an egg in front of him to get, you know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, where did the other egg come from? So when this one I'm looking at it, I'm saying, oh, this is a female or queen, whatever, laying the eggs, mm. you know. So, I mean, there's some connections there. There, There's some things that aren't symmetrical that the way they should be. But then you think, hmm, maybe they maybe they're like asexual if they need to be until they get a queen. Yeah, you know, so you yeah. Think, yeah. yeah. I mean,
0: and that's what they're saving the little girl for.
2: Yeah, because she was like, I mean, they were they were cocooning her to be impregnated also too yeah once again this whole motherhood theme you know whether it be and the fact that you have where it's being portrayed motherhood being beautiful bond or whatever and then you have the motherhood bond with the aliens which is painful that's another way to look at it
0: yeah yeah i mean going back to the you know the effects and everything this is actually not terrible for 1986
1: i mean oh, cameron has always kind of been on the cutting edge of yeah. that shit
0: i mean right. i don't know if it's because we watched a special edition and maybe they cleaned some stuff up
2: no 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 i mean not really i mean they it's just the same. added the yeah.
0: scenes okay um I... because i never i've only seen the special edition and so with my thoughts i'm like there were some parts I'm like okay that's pretty bad but for most of it, I'd be like, "That's not terrible. Like pretty good, you know, stuff for '86. We're talking a 36-year-old movie here."
2: Yeah, it is. I mean, you you more and more you think about that. You, we say 30, you know, that is quite.
0: I was one years old.
2: <laughs> uh, well, you know, yeah, I wasn't one years old. I mean, in the this, you know, when it opened up, it opened up. Bar, you know, it was open up on July 18th, correct?
1: I don't have the date in front of me, but I, it was summer for sure.
0: So I was a year and a half.
2: <laughs> on July 18th, 19th, 1986, it was opening weekend. It did $10 million its first weekend. You what know, it beat, out karate, it beat out Karate Kid 2 that weekend. Okay, this is the same summer that Howard the Duck came out.
0: Oh, okay. oh God.
2: Uh, Jason Part 6. The Fly, which was actually a good movie That is good, yeah. Yeah, Armed and Dangerous, um Platoon, Crocodile Dundee. So, there's a lot of that came out that year. You know, so I
0: always like the Crocodile Dundee movies. <laughs> I don't know why. That's Top Gun came out this
2: year too. Oh,
0: Top Gun I love came out Top too. Gun.
2: Yep. So it's it, it's up there. It had a lot of competition. They did really well during that summer months. If you think about it,
0: yeah. Well, ten million dollars in '86 is a shit ton of money.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. It is a lot of money, you know. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, would have could you have taken that movie right now and dropped it right now and let us watch it without without doing new special effects? Yeah. I on- honest, I honestly think that movie, if we had never seen it before, dropped right now with the effects standing as it is, which still would still be well received. Because I see some movies now with special effects that I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I agree.
0: Yeah. And here's a question: Do you think they should remake this?
2: Uh, no, no, no,
1: no, no. You don't no. remake it. You I mean, can I'm do like, like
0: they are doing a lot of that in Hollywood right now. Like they're remaking a lot of stuff. You so can like do
1: be, the Prometheus Alien Covenant and build on the universe. Yeah. But you you don't go back and try and restart it again. You, oh, yeah. you yeah. Build on what is to... already there because what was built prior is damn near perfect.
2: Yeah, I mean they're they're going to get it's going to get off track for a, a moment you know, here and there. And at the same time, you know, we're not even talking about the alien predator thing going on. Mm -hmm. That's another podcast. But even then, those are fairly enjoyable too. You know, we're all talking about fairly enjoyable and they were trying to join two universes. Yeah, yeah. And I think, and I think those two universes joined better together than the Freddy Jason universe joining together, trying to. You know? Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think so.
2: Yeah. Now, that being said, so, where, let's go, let me see what we got. I mean, how how do you
1: categorize, because the way I look at it is the first one is a horror film. Mm-hmm. I'd look at this one more as an action film, sci-fi this action defi- film, more than a this horror is, film.
2: Absolutely, this is a sci-fi action to me with... It does have some of that slow horror buildup.
1: It does yeah. have some
0: jumper screens where the aliens are behind There's some them jump
1: scares for sure. But.
0: I mean, yeah, I, I saw that when I watched this. It's more sci-fi action than it was a horror. But then there was those, I'd say, three, four jump scenes where you, there's a random one behind somebody. But other than that, I do not even call that a jump scene because I wasn't even jumping. I was just like, oh, there it is. Like I was right. expecting it.
2: But you're absolutely right. I think where the first movie Alien it was a horror movie. They made it. It was a great movie and when they made it they had no intentions of making a sequel. Right. I think when they made this one they're like, "Okay, this is go- we're doing good. Let's lay the groundwork for the sequels. We let's make it more of an action and sci-fi and build on that universe." it was like they wanted to make sure you had sci-fi you had action you appealed to a wider broad area of the of your audience yeah so you could definitely sense. bring more people in the next one that you made it's like it's like the lethal weapon series yeah it was a buddy cop movie then it was a buddy cop movie action movie it was a buddy cop movie action drama mystery movie it was a buddy cop Oh, uh, sci-fi, you know, buddy cop action, mystery, movie, gang-related, foreign With industrials. Parenthood. Yeah, <laughs> like a, yeah we kept on expanding. On. Every time they did a new one, they kept on bringing in a different element. So, yes, you had the horror one here, but I feel like it took a little bit of the backseat to it where they played up the sci-fi action because they wanted to expand... It into that genre to gain that audience and now alien was our this was pg-13 think about that also
1: yeah uh, that is there's no way this was pg-13
2: was it yeah i think it was pg-13 let me go back no it's our. P- it's our Is R really it's R, yeah i didn't think it was i thought it was pg-13
1: no i was gonna okay. say uh um god damn it hudson was dropping some f-bombs like it was his job
2: well, I guess maybe because I was, you know, I was in 86, I was a, I was a junior, so maybe it really didn't matter to me. But see, I, you know, the fact that it was an R-rated movie, and I saw this when I was 16, what's the difference, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the whole point, you know. But that it's being said, kinda... it
1: wasn't really all that graphic. No. no like, it really wasn't.
0: The only parts I found disgusting was watching the – thing like lay the eggs and the slime shit like, i don't know i just like that's a part of like that's disgusting
2: which was just to let you know it was this <laughs> egg whites and um carol syrup they were using at one point in time when they ran out of the the polyurethane synthetic stuff, they someone whipped up egg whites to give it like that bubbly. <laughs> just like, you know, it's a uh, little I just, FYI thing there. Yeah, and caramel syrup. Oh, I know. I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah,
0: it's it's basically how you run your life. You 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 basically deal with what you got. You yeah. you figure it out. <laughs> it's a problem. All right, let's figure it out. What do we got? Well, the fridge but, has eggs. Let's just use the eggs, and That's fine. We got oil. We, okay, let's throw that in there, too. Fuck it.
2: Uh, if we, we'll, we'll make it through. We'll make it through. <laughs> I mean, and it looked good. But also think about the burning acid, for bl- blood for burning acid, where they only touched on it briefly in the first movie.
1: Yeah, they really this, expanded on that. Yeah. This one oh, yeah. Sure.
2: You could see the damage that it did to the structure you could see the damage that it did to someone's leg. It, it really hindered them. You could see it what was her oh the one guy's name. Her friend. The one he got covered in it it sprayed them oh, all Hicks. down. It sprayed, and it, not Hicks. Hicks got it also on his chest plate but they got the chest That's plate right. off. The the one that it was her buddy when they oh you're a badass. I can't remember that oh my yeah, God yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. should remember that name. I'm surprised I forgot.
1: Was it Pharaoh Frost? No, it wasn't Frost. Frost was the other.
2: Frost was. Um, Drake. Yeah. It was Drake. 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 Yeah. Which is, you know, all their names that they cho- chose were Frost and Drake and Hicks <laughs> and Hudson. You know what I think? I mean, they did a really good job. Even to me, the names match the characters, too.
1: Yeah.
2: hmm And here's something that we also have to touch on the pop culture references of aliens, not, you know, I mean, we know, we talked about the alien, you know, that there was, but then aliens started to come into pop culture reference also where even family guy did it with, I'm going to eat you. And she's, you know, it's, you know, it became where once again, we were seeing it come in, work its way into other. Spaceballs was the alien, of course, but then yeah. even the aliens started working its way into different areas. You know? So
1: And even kinda- like I I sure this wasn't the introduction to this type of I don't know, equipment, so to speak, but like the their fucking whatever that fucking thing is that she strapped herself into
2: oh the what do they call it the, the crane it's a it's a, a, mo- a crane skeleton yeah yeah
1: i'm sure that had been done before but i don't remember ever seeing one until aliens and then you see it all over the place now even in like the matrix
2: well you saw it in avatar too yeah you saw it a version absolutely. of uh, yeah. it sandra? Version of- sandra
0: bullock wasn't that one gravity wasn't well, there like that I mean, there?
1: There, yeah, kind of where you're strapped into a you,
2: you in become, space, you become part of the, the machine, becomes part of you, you become part of the machine. Yeah. I mean,
1: it's almost like yeah. that Power Rangers fucking thing, mm. where... Yeah,
0: <laughs> I know what part you're talking about. Yeah,
1: yeah, where she's like the fucking,
0: yeah, transformer. Yeah,
2: and that's also if you think about it to defeat the alien queen she has to become almost a robot herself sorry android herself i don't mean to say it like that something she detests she has to use their strength or power she becomes mechanical oh do you see where i'm going with this
1: yeah she couldn't yeah. just do it on her own she needed yeah and i mean this has one of the more most, like, I mean, up there iconic lines in cinema, and mm-hmm. just the way that she delivers it. It's get away from her, you bitch! You bitch! Like oh, that's yeah. just a perfect delivery of that line, and it's a great fucking line too.
2: Yeah, I mean, and then at the same time, you also have to realize um, you have all these marines. They're 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 there. Okay, they have all this technology they got all this stuff and they're you know they're there to defeat these aliens and they're getting their bus kicked left and right and she was like hicks this little girl say uh survive longer than we're not gonna last you (laughs) know and the fact is for what it's worth you know it also said you know you think about it you know you have ripley's detestation of androids you know and bishop ended up being good almost technology is bad because it's a company trying to get the technology to, it's, you know, it's a playing off of the human humanity and the human nature where you can do it by yourself and you can survive. You don't need the technology, but at the same time she, she reverts to the technology to defeat the queen. Yeah. yeah.
1: And there was a bit of a development or character from the first to the second where she was almost passive in yeah. the first movie. And then, in this one, she's fully taking charge and like bossing these Marines around. Where, yeah, and, and they're actually listening to her. It was,
2: yeah. And that's the whole point, you know. It was the women's empowerment and for her to be, and that's one of the things that they were saying when she was, I believe, when she was nominated for her, um, for her, for her, she didn't win, of course, the Oscar, but it was the first time a sci-fi movie female had ever been nominated you know where i think there was a lot of character development whether or not the theme of motherhood was there or the theme of you know empowerment was there james cameron actually did develop that character to where it wasn't just not you know someone who was just doing her job and then she has to survive she now she ends up taking the fight to the person and triumphing over Right. once again we got the female lead that Mm -hmm. she's the woman in charge. Yeah. Anything else again right now? I'm trying to think what else I wanted to talk about.
0: Yeah, I don't have much more to say. Like I mean
2: there's Hmm. Well I mean you have like I said, you know, you had the you know you had James Cameron, you know, replacing Ridley Scott and any any thoughts that have possibly, you know, do we think Ridley Scott would have kept it a horror movie, or do you think he would have went in the direction of the sci-fi?
0: I think he would have kept it more as a horror movie. I think James Cameron doesn't know how to go that style. Okay. I think he, is, he can go more sci-fi, like we're talking action. But he, I don't think James Cameron could could ever do a horror movie. He doesn't have that type of writing. He doesn't have that type of mind, I don't think.
2: but at the same time, Ridley Scott retook over the franchise again. and I almost feel like did he keep the sci-fi with blending horror no. into it? Because if you look at Covenant, I felt Covenant was more horror.
1: Covenant was most certainly than Prometheus. for sure. Yes. Prometheus was almost like an esoteric fucking what is life movie. It was yeah very different. Yeah. But Covenant then- kind of came back to the original roots where it was more of a straight horror movie. Covenant was which
0: one?
1: The one we saw in 40.
0: Yeah, that's what I thought it was. Yeah, that was insane.
2: Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying... I feel like, I mean, if with, he definitely has been trying to bring it back around to a little more of the horror, horror eventually. So I'm looking forward to doing the next one after this because that's where I feel like we depart a little bit. Yeah, I, you know what I'm saying? It's
1: been a while since I've seen that one. And again, oh three,
2: oh uh, Oh, yeah. David
1: Fincher, another great director, but
2: mm-hmm.
1: I think he was kind of uh, strung up by the studio with that yeah. movie from what i understand
0: from the trailer i think that i don't like this one as much but
1: we'll have you see. seen it mm-hmm. you didn't oh yeah we just said we watched the yeah. whole fucking series
0: so yeah. yeah we'll wait and see
2: yeah we'll wait and see Got we got one in between to do any of this you know
0: so how does everybody rate them between one and two? Oh, that's it's tough I mean, two, I, mean, two, I mean i mean i kind of want to say aliens and then alien yeah
2: i will I say, say I mean, two well
1: are... i mean let's be honest you're fucking uh i everything you say about this franchise is bullshit because you gave the first one a 6-8 or whatever the fuck yeah, it was I know. so <laughs> i'm just we need to get you. our whiteboard going. yeah here. we do
2: We get the whiteboard going so we can write it down, depending on how much we drink or remember. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
0: I bought a whiteboard on Amazon for this purpose in life, so just let you know.
2: (laughs) Well, it's not even that. Because we did a podcast before, is it movies that changed, remember? And I chose Alien because it was one of the first movies that I saw that I was like, I didn't really realize what type of movie it was going to be when I saw it, and it really made me look for those sci-fi movies and look for those horror movies. And... That's why Alien to me will always be that good nine nine six whatever I said last last well, I think it said nine six right nine point six
1: yeah you you may have given I'm, it a ten I don't I don't quite I, remember. Well, yeah, I think like, nine six
0: sounds right yeah but uh, nobody's the same time, giving anything a ten in this podcast.
2: I'm gonna say but once again I mean I almost Alien if it, both of them if Aliens is on and Alien is on they're on the TV once yeah. again I could quote this movie Aliens from left to right, up and down. I mean, I've seen it so many times. Yeah. And I just feel like it inches a, a little bit above Alien for me, just by a smidge for me. But, you know, because it's in my top, well, it's in my top 10 movies, and I believe Alien is in my top 25 movies to watch. Okay. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I, I lost that. So... We have an idea for the next... No,
1: we, oh. we
2: got
0: to start. Okay, tell me, tell me, tell me. Oh, I, I thought we were done when we rated it. You
1: didn't give it a number.
0: Oh, I just said I was going to give it a better than the
1: You like this better than Alien. Yeah. i was on that okay.
0: route. That's how I did my rating. I can understand
1: why people would... I mean, this is one of the few franchises where you can make the argument that the second one may be on par or better than the first one. Yeah. You can make the argument one way or the other, but I, myself, I like the first one better. So I think I gave Alien a nine. Mm-hmm. I'll give this one like an eight-seven. Yeah, it's. I mean, they're both classics.
2: And at the same time, it, you know, me get, me giving it a little bit better than you is because I think the female lead.
1: Yeah, that definitely is up there for sure. I can I can understand that, no doubt. It's but I just, I, just I like the horror element of the first one.
2: Oh yeah, that, yeah
1: that's yeah. that's why I put that one over the top.
2: Yay!
1: All right, All right. you did have a good idea. So drop. Yeah,
2: that. I was on, a good idea. there was
0: this one night I was on a whole stream. Like I had ideas for my work. I that was just on top of things. I was pretty drunk and high. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then I was like, oh shit, this would be a good topic for us. <laughs> okay. Um, a movie based on like a food industry or bar movie. It's
2: a good one. That's a good one.
0: Something we, you and I live our life on. Like fat, something that's based like, not like where they're in a bar, but where the, It's the, about the workers. About the workers okay. or about a certain bartender. Like it's about something that has to just deal with restaurants the whole entire of the movie. Okay. So I th- there's a lot out there.
2: There is. There is absolutely is. And that's a good, That's a, I think that's a good one. And I think I'm that's gonna, good yeah.
0: because you're going to be on vacation starting Friday. So that gives us a few weeks just to kind of watch a few different ones because there are like a ton. Of. When I started doing research, I was like, i like to watch that one. i like to watch that one. i like to watch that one. So I have like five or six that I know I need to watch. But I definitely want to watch ten at least this time, especially if we have the two weeks.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. Because I leave on Friday. Yeah, and I'll be so back. I
0: know we won't do it until another probably a week, two weeks from today, possibly. Here.
2: Uh well, I'm still loving it. Still loving it.
0: Yeah, glad you're still loving it. Um, so February sixteenth, we're gonna do the food industry bar movie. Yeah. and um, I'm excited because. Like I said, there's a lot, so...
2: There is a lot. A lot, of different,
0: a lot. lot of different roads you can take on this one. You can go to comedy, you can go to drama, you can go anywhere.
1: Yeah.
2: Horror? It's, it's going to be a good one. I could be a
0: horror one. I don't even know.
1: There yeah, that could be. You
2: never know.
0: <laughs> Actually, there I is. <laughs> yeah. All right. I I would... So um So, let's see how this goes. Um, enjoy your vacation. Yeah, I don't talk fine, to you. for sure. Um oh, I will. But, yeah, we'll talk to you later.
2: Talk to you later. Have a good one. You too, buddy. Bye.
0: Well, shit got a little loose. Hopefully you understood everything.
1: Whether or not you agree or disagree with our take on the movies, hopefully you learned something or were at least entertained.
0: So come back for more
1: Booze Booze and and bullshit. Bullshit.